Welcome to the Heal Your Life Talk radio show. I am Victoria Johnson from victoriajohnson.org, your host and Heal Your Life workshop teacher trainer and Heal Your Life coach trainer in Canada. I am the author of the best-selling book, Do That and Then Some, Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough, based on the teachings of Louise Hay, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and many more great teachers, authors, and thought leaders. Tune in for tips on how to heal your life now with power statements, affirmations, visualizations, reflection time, and real life stories with real life people who have overcome adversity. Learn to transform your thoughts and words. Learn to love yourself even more based on the techniques of Louise Hay and you can heal your life. We will be ending today's Heal Your Life Talk radio show with specific power statements, affirmations, and treatments to help you heal your life based on what we have talked about on the show. So stay tuned to change your thoughts and heal your life even more. As Louise Hay often said, the point of power is in the present moment. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the webinar series dedicated to our beloved Louise Hay. This is number three out of a series of four. And I am so happy to be sharing so much of this information with you. Louise Hay was such a remarkable woman who was absolutely dedicated to making a difference. And uh, I feel the same way. I'm dedicated to making a difference. And if you're watching this webinar, I know that you feel the same way too. So thank you so much for joining us. I have with us live today, Michelle Joy. Uh, she is from Portland, Oregon, and we are planning an event together, which is going to be super fantastic. Um, you can find out more about that. Uh, as we talk today, we'll refer back to that. But the website is manifest yourbestlifeevents.com and uh, also to let you know that my website is victoriajohnson.org or for heal your life specific information on training you can go to thetraining.ca and as always I'd like to start our webinar with some words of wisdom from the lovely Louise Hay this time it's actually through a collaboration with Robert Holden and uh, this book I shared with you last time is it was a labor of love for him, Trust Life. And he created this book based on uh, snippets of his life with Louise, as well as things that she had written and said, and um, actually went on as a staff writer to write this. And uh, it's my understanding that all of the proceeds are going to the Hay Foundation. So Trust Life, it's uh, written by, it says it's written by Louise Hay. Um, but it's compiled by Robert Holden. Uh, so thank you, Robert Holden, if you're watching. We appreciate this. September 29th, if you can just take a moment and just relax and let your body relax and you can keep your eyes open or closed, but just let these words sink into your consciousness. I am deeply grateful to life for all its generosity to me. I am one with life, and all of life loves me and supports me. Therefore, I claim for myself an abundant share of the prosperity of life. I have an abundance of time, love, joy, comfort, beauty, wisdom, success, and money. I am not my parents nor their financial patterns. I am my own unique self, and I choose to be open and receptive to receive prosperity in all of its many forms. I am deeply grateful to life 
for all its generosity to me. My income constantly increases and I continue to prosper for the rest of my life. This is the truth of my being and I accept it as so. All is well in my prosperous world and so it is. When you like, you can just take another deep breath and return your consciousness to this call. Oh, as always, the universe just lines things up perfectly for us because some of the things I wanted to talk about today was attracting that prosperity into your life based on Louise Hay's philosophies. And um, prosperity comes in many forms. It can be relationships, friendships, love, money, health. Uh, having the, the job that you want, having the, your home the way you like it, having the pets around you that you love make you feel prosperous and abundant. So as always, great timing, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting to it. I just want to let you know what we're going to do on the call today. We are going through a little bit of information that we've already covered regarding um, points of philosophy, but we didn't finish them up, so the best are still coming, so by all means stay with us for that. Please excuse the scratchy throat today, I'm not sure what that is, just a little sensation. And also we'll be talking about some self-care, which Michelle Joy is an amazing expert at and will be sharing with us. And uh, we will be talking about how to love yourself based on Louise's list, how to love yourself and how to love yourself more, so we'll be going through that as well. So again, uh, welcome to the webinar, and I'm excited to share this information with you. I am going to jump right into the points of philosophy, and uh, I noticed that the people on the call do have their microphones muted. Uh, if you want to join in at any time, by all means, please do. Let's just have a great conversation around this topic uh, to review some of the things that we've already covered. Um, we're going to start with number one, and I know a lot of you might be thinking, oh, I've already done tons of personal growth work, and, you know, I've heard all this before, but let me just assure you that personal growth work and personal development, I always picture it as this beautiful rose, and, you know, we may start out like this, you know, small and closed up. But as we do this personal development work, we open and open and open and open and open. And I have red roses on my kitchen table right now, and they are fully open. And let me tell you, it is the most beautiful thing to watch that happen. So let's do that in our own lives as well. So uh, number one, what we give out, we give back. Well, this is pretty simple, right? It's been around for a long time. It's kind of like that golden rule, do unto others as we would have them do it to you. Um, and it's not there to produce guilt. It's just simply saying what we give out, we get back. And, you know, it's really easy to get caught into a trap of focusing on the negative. And for example, if we're thinking, I'm just moving my papers because I'm recognizing they might be right over top of my microphone. I um, want to say, for example, you know, we can have 10 things in our life that are going amazing, like amazing. And we will sometimes put that focus on the one thing that's not going amazing. And again, what we put our focus on, we get more of. And like this point of philosophy says, what we give out, we get back. And suddenly, those other things become not quite so amazing and they become contaminated with the negative thoughts that are going on about the one thing that is not going right in our life. Now, the great part about that is, is also the flip side. You know, if there's 10 things happening in your life 
and 10 of them are absolutely, or 10 things going on in your life, and 10 of them are absolutely horrible, <laughs> and one thing is amazing, you can also keep your focus there, right? So just choosing what you keep your focus on. And this applies to our thoughts, as well as our words and our actions. And so keeping that in mind always too. You know, this morning, I can tell you a little secret. This morning I was having a shower and I got thinking about something that I'm holding some resentment over. And uh, I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about it pretty soon, like I'm in the shower for 20 minutes because I'm still thinking about this thing that I have resentment over. And, uh, you know, got out, got dressed, you know, was doing my hair, still thinking about this thing. It's like it was this infection that just took over. And until I consciously released it and said, no, this is not the point of power I want to be coming from today. And to be able to release that, to allow forgiveness, and we'll talk more about forgiveness later, but in this particular case, forgiving myself for getting stuck in that rut, and it's easy to do. It's a real easy pattern to get into to, to point the finger and place that blame on someone else because it puts us into that nice little cozy place of self-righteousness where we don't have to look at our own stuff. So just sharing that with you today, be careful of your thoughts because it also applies to your thoughts. And that is what we give out, we get back. It's a scary thought, that one sometimes. So remember that. What we give out, we give back also applies to our thoughts. So catch yourself in your thinking. And by no means do I expect anyone or myself to be able to do this 100% of the time. But you know what? If I can do it a percentage more than I did it yesterday, then I'm on the right track. The other thing that I wanted to share with you was what we believe about ourselves and life becomes true for us. So this is point of philosophy number two. So if uh, anybody on the call wants to share, they can jump in. I can share with you some of the things that I've thought in the past, what we believe about ourselves and life becomes true for us. Um, you know, I've had those thoughts that people will always leave me. So I sabotage relationships and then that becomes true for us. Um, you know, I hear a lot of people say I never have enough money or I save up some money and then something always happens every time the furnace breaks down or something happens. And Again, that's that belief system about never having enough money. So remembering point of philosophy number two, what we believe about ourselves and life becomes true for us. Number three, our thoughts are creative. Oh, and this is so true. And our thoughts are creative. This is the most important law of nature that we need to know. There's so much information out there right now about the law of attraction. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Michelle Joy, our guest today, she has a podcast called Law of Attraction in Action. How can you not be happy saying that, right? Law of Attraction in Action. And uh, I know she has over 50,000 listeners and would love you would love it if you check in on that as well. On her podcast, she talks about our upcoming event, so check that out too. We've done some collaborations and had a lot of fun, and the listeners have really enjoyed it. So remembering, this is the most important law of nature that we need to know. So what we think about, what we put our attention to, is what we draw into our lives. I want to then move to number four, one we've covered before. Again, just to recap, we are worth loving. You know what I love about this sentence? It's so simple. There's not, we are, it's not we are worth loving if, we are love, worth loving when, 
It's none of those things. It's just, we are worth loving. Period. End of the sentence. You know, Victoria, can I chime in? Please do. I, I had an experience with this just the other day. I was having a really hard week and um, I like this old chronic childhood wound kept coming up that I am not lovable and not good enough. And I'm sure so many people listening can relate. <laughs> and, but when I went through meditation, it, I connected with my child self. And, but one thing that came to me is when I, I, I never felt like I was um, special. You know, I'm youngest of six and a single mom, and I never felt special. And, but then when I realized when I had a spiritual awakening in 2011, I knew I was special to the point, like, it is absolutely true. We are all special. And I got, I got extremely tearful at that moment because I'm like, oh, my God, that's right. I, I forgot again, you know, <laughs> again, that I am special and we are all special. And it's like we don't have to earn anything. We don't have to. Nobody outside needs to validate how special we are. And so I had a really strong moment like, oh, that's right. I am special. And then what happened was then I started to like, how could I love more? It was this crazy thing that happened. So I just wanted to share that because we are yes. all Well, tell me more about the part where you got to, how could I love more? Well, because after I, I recognized that I'm, I don't need any validation outside of me to know that I'm special, I am special. Yes. That I think our natural, at least for me, um, and I believe that's for all of us, I think we're put onto this earth to give, that when I had that moment of, oh, I'm already full. I am so full. Like, there's nothing that I need to prove nothing I need to be, I am full and perfect just as I am, that it almost was overflowing. And I'm like, oh, but now I have so much to give. And so I walked, I was walking and I have this visual uh, affirmation that I say that I love you and I wish you joy and happiness. And I say that in my mind's eye to every person I passed. And what happened was, is every person smiled at me more than they normally smile. I connected with people more than I normally connect. It was it was miraculous, truly. So I just wanted to share that. It really is. And uh, I would love to challenge everyone watching this webinar replay to do that, to practice that affirmation and send love to people as they pass them on the street. Um, I'm currently studying cognitive behavioral therapy. And that is one of the techniques they talk about for reducing anxiety as well. You know, just being able to just Look at somebody walking down the street and send them love. And, you know, if you can make eye, eye contact, that's great. And just working through it that way and just always exuding what we are. And, you know, what we are is love and light. So thank you for sharing that. Well, and what you give, you shall receive. It goes back to the first one, right? Yeah. So if you give more love, you're going to receive more love. That's just the law. Yes. Oh, that feels good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Self-approval and self-acceptance are the key to positive changes. So self-approval and self-acceptance are the keys to positive changes. Uh, so that's the point of philosophy number five. And, you know, I think so many of us are really hard on ourselves because we think I need to just get there. I need to be there right now. I need to have self-approval and self-acceptance all the time. And the truth is, it's a process that we're all going through. I don't care how long you've been doing this spiritual development. We all have those moments, like Michelle just shared, where we kind of fall back into that judgmental place and so on. And so let me just say, if we can think about self-approval and self-acceptance as something that we can, we can learn in a, in a way that we would learn something as simple as learning to read. 
And just know that it doesn't all happen in a day and that we increase our capacity for learning every day and know that that self-approval and self-acceptance comes from within. It doesn't come from anybody on the outside, doesn't come from the clothes you wear, doesn't come from the car you drive. It comes from within. And if you hadn't had a chance to do so yet, please do check out Louise Hay's book, The Power is Within You. That is a fantastic book for driving that thought home and really helping you to become a believer. I know it helped me in my own self-approval and self-acceptance. Uh, number six is we can release the past and forgive everyone. And I did share a little bit about this on our last call, about what it is like to really learn to forgive everyone in our lives, not just the people who are easy to forgive. And again, that piece on forgiving ourselves. So if you do get a chance to go onto YouTube, I have recorded Louise Hayes' forgiveness meditation. And it's not a common meditation, it's a little harder to find. So just go to YouTube and type in, uh, Victoria Johnson, Louise Hay, Forgiveness Meditation, and it'll come up for you. It's about 15 minutes long, and you know, it's something you can do once or once a day or once a week just to really help with everything that is going on in your life and the day-to-day -day things that come up that we need to offer forgiveness to and offer forgiveness to ourselves for. So before we go any further, um, I thought that I would spend some time uh, sharing with our guest today, Michelle Joy, about some feelings and tips and ideas and um, just concepts on what self-care really is. Louise Hay was all about self-care. She really believed that, you know, we were put on this planet to learn to love ourselves and to help others learn to love themselves. And to do that, we have to be practicing self-care. So join me with Michelle now and her kitty cat. And my cat. It's <laughs> <laughs> part of my self-care. She teaches me every day slow down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just love that. And uh, I just finished teaching a Heal Your Life coach training program. And so often at these, at these trainings, whether, it, whether it's the workshop teacher training or the life coach training, people will think that they have to have everything perfect mm -hmm. before they start or just so-so. And uh, you know, I, I like just in a, in a certain way is what I meant. And so often I will just have Chloe, my dog, uh, join me and just be on my shoulder or cuddled on my lap. It's not like we have to have everything perfect to begin. And that's another self-care practice right there. Just knowing that we can begin where we're at. And uh, if we end up on a stadium with 50,000 people and they're waiting for us and there's all the professional lights and microphone systems, that's great. If we're here just talking like this, um, you know, and having this correspondence between each other, that's great too. And it's all about that self-care, just accepting where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Michelle, tell us what are some of your thoughts on self-care? Well, I love this because the one thing about law of attraction, which is what I teach, is in order to manifest all that we're wanting, which mm -hmm. we, have, we all want stuff, right? It's nothing wrong. It's like even like to manifest love and peace and all that. But in order to manifest that, you need to be at the same vibration of what you want to get to, right? Yeah. So if you want to manifest, you know, um, you know, this great job and it's, it's vibrating up here, you need to match that vibration. And how do you do that? You get into a good feeling place, right? You raise your vibration, you, you feel good. 
how do you feel good if you're running around with your head chopped off? You can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so if self-care is more than just for your health. Of course, I'm also a nurse. So like our stress is like our health rely it absolutely is correlated to um, being in a good feeling place because stress levels can affect our cardiovascular and heart disease and all that, la, 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 right? Um, infections, everything is worse when we're stressed. So when we are feeling good, then we match up to what we want, but we also are healthier. So lots of reasons, right? So the one thing that I found, and I kind of did an experiment, as you know, is I did 365 days of joy because I was convinced that people need to know that it's not about working harder. It's about following your joy. And you see, you're nodding. You get this, Victoria. Yes, Most people, <laughs> I love like, it. They're like, what do you mean? I need, I need to work harder. And I, I really noticed this with my sweetie. He's a, he's a business owner, and he was really struggling when I met him with his business. But he was trying, pushing, 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 right? A lot of us push, 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 work, 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 work. And no business was coming. But the second he, you know, I kept telling him, like, just go do something fun. Go find your joy. Go take care of you. You have to take care of you. And then the jobs, the bids started coming in. And it, there was always a correlation. He's like the greatest student for me because I'm constantly seeing like, oh, work hard doesn't work. Work less, but be in a place of high receptivity because you're feeling good because you're taking care of you. You are going to attract. And he does. And I do. And you probably do, right? So self-care is more than just for your health, but it's for what you want to manifest in your life. It's so true. And, you know, I think that there's been, you know, when self-care really became a big topic for people probably, you know, 10 years ago, I, I know Cheryl Richardson and Louise Hay uh, had a lot to do with making that term popular. People thought a lot about, you know, okay, well, I'm taking um, 10 minutes to go for a walk in the morning, or I'm getting up a little earlier to have some alone time, or I'm having a spa day, or I'm getting a pedicure, or um I'm going to a hotel by myself and so on. And one thing that I really want to share with everyone is that um, self-care comes from the inside, right? And going to events and uh, being inspired and motivated is amazing. And it's all part of our growth. But self-care can also happen right at home from the inside. So how that is, is that again, like that book, The Power is Within You, everything that we need, we already have. And yet we spend so much time looking for that on the outside. Does that make sense? And so knowing that what we have on the inside is always enough and just learning to develop who, the, who we are on the inside. And anytime that you get a chance to go to one of these events, you know, whether it's an event like what Michelle and I are putting on Manifest Your Best Life Life events.com manifest your best life events.com or if you're going to something like hay house live that is an event coming up in houston uh, october 6th and 7th i believe and uh, that would be at hayhouse.com any of those events that feed your soul those are amazing things to go to we need that interaction we need that connection with others but we also need that connection with self as a big part of our self-care so anything else you wanted to add on self-care, Michelle? Um, well, I just think people need to realize it's, it's easier than you think. You know, like I actually be, uh, became a certified happiness coach through Robert Holden. So he's one of my mm -hmm. teachers. And, you know, the one thing that was honed in on the whole 
program is every day when you wake up, ask joy, what it ask of you? What, do you, what does it ask of me? And go do it. And so every, people feel like they need permission to go have fun. But yeah. I believe it's the other, we absolutely need to make it a goal of how could I be in joy today? Because it's, it's, it's everything. And you know what? And also, you know, my background is as a hospice nurse. Mm-hmm. We don't have time. We, yeah. we think we do. And yes, most, hopefully we'll all grow to be really old. But in my experience in hospice, you don't know when your time's up. So why are we waiting to enjoy life? So my big mission, if you look at my Facebook, it says follow your joy because it absolutely is about living in the now, being the best version of you now and don't wait until next year or five years or when the kids are out of, you know, college and like, we have all these excuses. So we just can't wait because time is limited. And then the more that I step into my joy, Victoria, the more amazing things come to me, including my podcast and my videos and my book and everything just came to me. And life has been miraculous. But that's why I think we need to make self-care an absolute priority if you want to succeed in life and enjoy life, you put self-care first. Right? Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, I remember so clearly having a uh, teacher and she often spoke to me um, like a, a spiritual teacher and she'd say, so Victoria, uh, what are you doing about blank? And I would say, oh, I'm going to get to that when, you know, and I had teenage boys. I had um, a mother who needed some extra care. Um, you know, I had a lot going on, you know, that sandwich generation, right? And mm-hmm. all my own business. And I'll do that when, I'll do that when, I'll do that when, I'll do that when. And she listened to me say, I'll do that when for three years. And finally, she's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with this. When you're ready to actually do something, get back to me. And it was a huge hit. I felt extreme rejection. Um, but what a powerful lesson. Mm-hmm. Not I'll do it when. And, you know, in hindsight, you know, you know what they say when mama's happy, everybody's happy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if I had taken some time for that self-care and just to just to really be in my own energy, in my own space, then I could have so much more been so much more effective. I also want to say one more thing. If you, I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but like divine inspiration comes when we are in that place of feeling good. That yes. is when the inspiration comes. And those are the thoughts. Those are the, the breadcrumbs of the path that you were supposed to be on. I believe come yes. when you are taking care of you because there's no resistance. There's no muck in the way you were an open vessel. And don't we all want that? Oh, yes. And you know, when you talk about the breadcrumbs of the path, it it reminds me of uh, a story. I'm not going to share the whole story here. Um, But recently, I was on literally on the wrong path. So I'm out hiking, and I'm literally on the wrong path. And it's getting narrower and narrower and narrower. And there's more brush and things overgrown and things I had to step over. But I just kept believing, you know, this is the path. I don't want to have to backtrack. I don't have time for this. And, and, you know, it'll all work out. It'll join up with the path in the future, um, you know, as I go forward. But no, it was the end of the path. I was on the wrong path. I was, I was just taking a, a, a way I shouldn't have gone. And it was such a good life lesson for me because instead of, you know, 200 meters back saying, uh, clearly this is the wrong path, um, I pushed and I pushed and I pushed. And as I pushed, it became more and more difficult. 
And the same thing with self-care. It's easy, you know, to be on the right path and follow those breadcrumbs, as you say. And the universe will always guide us and lead us where we need to be for our highest good. Mm -hmm. But we can't see it if we're in the muck and we're not taking care of us. Yes, yes. So it really is the first step. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that because it yeah. is such a great life lesson. Yeah, no, that is a great, the path, I love that path analogy. That's beautiful. <laughs> so I didn't love it in the moment, <laughs> <laughs> but I can laugh about it now. Yes. You made it home, so we're good. <laughs> yes, we're fine. <laughs> okay, so uh, I wanted to move on to uh, some more points of philosophy from Louise Hay. Forgiveness opens the door to love. And uh, the, the thing I love about this is I always think about the forgiveness door opening inward. The love is inward, right? It radiates out, but it's already there. We don't have to go get it from anywhere. And so forgiveness opens the doorway to love. And just if you can all visualize with me that that door opens inward. So how do we get there? Through the door of forgiveness. Forgiveness are like the many layers of an onion. Sometimes it's best to be given to, by forgiving those who are the easiest to forgive. And this has been so true in my life. You know, when, when we need to get into that practice of forgiveness, start with the easy stuff. When I think about forgiveness, my mind goes to like the top two people in my life who have wronged me the most in my opinion, right? But no, how about I start with um, forgiving myself for uh going first when it wasn't me who had the right of way and feeling a little silly with myself, those types of things, right? Why go straight to the hard stuff? Pick those easier things and really develop your forgiveness muscles, if that makes sense. Um, so we can peel away those hurts, come to a deeper level of understanding and remembering that forgiveness and love go hand in hand. If you have anything you want to share at any time, Michelle, jump in, because I love when we teach together. We are a teaching powerhouse. I can't wait to be with you in Portland. I am going to move on to the next one. Love is the most powerful healing force there is. Oh, yes. And this is so true. Hmm, I'm deciding if I'm going to, this is the look I get on my face when I'm deciding if I'm going to share something personal with you or not that is really do it, personal. Do it, do it. Do okay, it. so here we are. So here's what I'm going to share. And this is very recent. And um, I, had a, I had a family relationship that was broken. And uh, I could come up with a list of 27 things of why it was broken, but that's really not the point. Um, the point is I recently had a situation where I knew that person was hurting and I just felt I should go to her. And um, I want to explain that I had not even brushed my teeth yet. <laughs> hadn't brushed my teeth, hadn't combed my hair. I was wearing my husband's sweatpants and my pajama nightshirt and I got in my vehicle and I drove to her um, and we have not spoken words in um, about a year and I drove to her and just hugged her and um, she hugged me back there was no words there was lots of tears and there was just that place of love and you know the thing is is that we have to take that action we have to get into the space of 
of action and love and out of ego. Either one of us in that moment could have put ego in place and came up with all of the wrongs and all of the hurts and everything else. But to remember that love is the most powerful healing force there is. Thank you for providing a safe space for me to share that story. I've never shared that before. That's beautiful, Victoria. Thank you for sharing that. And I, can I share one story as well? Please. Um, I had a patient who, um, in hospice, and he had this, we really connected. He shared with me how he had really wronged his kids. And he had one, he had, I think, three kids, and only one of them was involved. The other two didn't want anything to do with them. And he was really sad about it. But he understood. He knew he, he was a, a bad dad. Um, and so he started getting worse and worse and he started, he got really confused and, um, and I knew this is people get really bad delirium tends to be end of life. Like I knew he was going. So the, they called the one daughter called the siblings and they showed up, but they both were like so angry with him. But in that moment, because they saw how weak and and desperate and he was confused and he was like, it was a really sad, sad case. He was dying they had a moment where they started calling him daddy and I, I forgive you daddy. And it like, there was not a dry tear in that place. And the most amazing thing is, is they, um, they opened their heart to him and he, again, he was so confused. He didn't get it, but he really did look at them like with love, like he, like his true loving self was there and they had it too. And they all forgived each other in that moment. But one beautiful thing that happened is when, um, I stepped out of the room and I came back. The one daughter was alone in the room with her dad and he's finally calmed down finally. And she said, she was white faced. I said, what, what, are you okay? She goes, she held out this white petal. She goes, this, this white petal just came from, I don't know where, and there's no flowers in the room. There's nothing. And I said, she goes, the white petal, my mom was a florist and white roses were her favorite. (laughs) And her mom had passed over. And so it was, it was just like, this is what I loved about being a hospice nurse is I got involved with these beautiful situations. But love is truly the message that I kept coming to over and over and over again. When we are dying, love is the only purpose in life, is the only healer. And, uh, and it was reaffirmed through that white rose, that petal. Wasn't it? it was just beautiful. Well, and love truly is the most powerful healing force there is. It is. It is. And thank you for sharing that because when, you know, when you were saying he was in that state of delirium and, you know, had confusion, there's no doubt in my mind, and I'm sure no doubt in yours, that he was receiving and exuding love. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. a beautiful moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, it's nine to seven in the morning and I've already cried for the day. <laughs> I think that's what I love about you and I um, and us teaching this event is I want everyone to know that vulnerability is where we connect. Yeah. And I have been told many times with all my videos that I'm doing that I'm good at vulnerability, but it's because that I want to connect and love people unconditionally and I want them to feel safe with me. And I feel that way with you. Of course you were my teacher. You still are my teacher. So um, thank you for being vulnerable. And I think that's a good message for all people because a lot of people struggle with vulnerability. You know, it, um, the, these, we sometimes get this idea in our mind again about how we should be right. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what your job is. 
um, we have these ideas of how we should be at our job. But what we are as human beings, or as, as so many people have said, um, and I remember Wayne Dyer often saying, spiritual beings having a human experience. Mm -hmm. And if we stay connected to that, who we are, spiritual beings having a human experience, mm -hmm. then the love and the vulnerability is inevitable. Yeah. It's who we are. Yeah. It's who we are. And everybody's deserving of that love. Everybody. Uh, Everyone, absolutely. And that takes us to our ninth and final point of philosophy from Louise Hay, which is just be willing. Just be willing. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes when we think about all of these things, you know, forgiveness opens the door to love. Love is the most powerful healing force there is. Depending where you're at on your spiritual path, you might think, yeah, that's absolutely right. That's fantastic. I'm willing. Or you might think, not a chance. That's not my reality. I don't believe that. And so what I'm asking you to do is just be willing to consider these ideas. And, uh, you know, Louise used to often joke, and Dr. Patricia, Patricia Crane, uh, who was my teacher, said often, just be willing to be willing. And if you can't be that, be willing to be willing to be willing. <laughs> And, uh, you know, the, the, the thing is, is that as we open our heart store and we consider these different little concepts, these different little ideas and see if they resonate, resonate with us, we let the light in. Mm -hmm. And that's where the healing is. It was, is within the love. Mm -hmm. oh, thank you for uh, that amazing sharing on points of philosophy, Michelle. I appreciate that so mm -hmm. much. When we were on the call last time, we started to talk about uh, some of Louise's uh, famous self-care tips and uh, self-love tips. And so she had a list of ways to love yourself and ways to love yourself even more. And I love them so much, I stuck them in my book. Uh, so you can get this on Amazon, do that and then some, transform feelings of less than to more than enough. And um, again, written by myself, Victoria Johnson. But at the very back, I had to sneak them in. Uh, Louise Hayes' Steps on How to Love Yourself. And last time on the call, we talked about uh, stopping all self-criticism, about forgiving yourself and letting the past go, about not scaring yourself, and stop terrorizing yourself with your thoughts. Um, but now we're moving on to some more... Um, gentle concepts on instead of stop telling you what to do instead so number four is be gentle and kind and patient be gentle with yourself be kind to yourself be patient with yourself as you learn new ways of thinking treat yourself as if you would treat someone that you really love isn't that the truth so number five be kind to your mind self-hatred is only hating your own thoughts don't hate yourself for having the thoughts, but gently change the thoughts. And I remember hearing something from Louise Hay, I think it was in person, um, and she was talking about our thoughts and our thoughts being the only thing that we truly have control of, right? Our thoughts. And of course, then she moved on to our thoughts and affirmations. And um, again, affirmations are uh, something that Louise Hay has brought complete front and center mainstream. They are positive, power, um, positive statements 
that are present tense. And so, um, for example, instead of um, I am going to get a new job and I'm going to like it, it would be I now have a job that I love doing and working with people who I love to work with, that type of thing. So present tense, personal, powerful statements, these affirmations. And so sometimes people will say, uh, well, affirmations don't work. And um, I just want to remind you that that's an affirmation. And the more you repeat that, the more that you're going to believe that. So remembering instead that if you are having, let's just, let's talk about health. If you are having some challenges in your health right now or having some disease, whether it's physical, emotional, psychological, whatever it is, um, if you are putting 10 affirmations a day to that and 120 to the opposite, then you are going to have some struggles around the affirmations. But if you can remind yourself throughout the day just to reset every time you hear that that thought in your head about, oh, my knee is sore or my back hurts, just resetting. And it doesn't matter that it's your current reality. You can still reset that in your mind, that affirmation. And uh, two, um, my body is strong and all of the cells are working together. All of the muscles in my body are working together for my perfect health. That's also true. Can I say one thing, um, Victoria? Um, one thing that I love about health, and I've seen this in my own life and with my coaching clients, is that if you change your perspective on your health, so if you look at your health, it's like, this is a terrible thing, then it's going to be harder to shift the affirmations to like, you know, I'm healthy. But if instead you say, well, what is my body teaching me? My body is this beautiful vessel that is here to teach me. And I, I know I recently shared a video on our Manifest Your Best Life um, Facebook page. So make sure you all go there because we both are sharing lots of videos. But I shared a video on health because I had um, talked to my knees. I was having problems with my knees. And I went down. I imagine a little person going down to my knees. I say, what are you trying to teach me? Now, I had problems with my knees for like two years and where I could hardly bend them when I went for a walk, and I love walking. And so I went to them, told my knees, what, what are you trying to teach me? And my knees said, take bigger steps. And then I started teaching a lot of attraction, and my whole life completely shifted. So, and I do this with my clients, where what are the gifts in your health problems? So when you change your perspective, not only are you, so it makes it easier to say affirmations when you go, oh, okay, how is my body helping me? What is this pain teaching me? Do you see how it changes the whole energy, right? Absolutely. Yes, and it takes you out of that victim role completely. Right, right. Yeah. It's yes, not then a... you get control again. Whew, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not happening to you. It's just something that is happening in your life. Right. Um, I Be kind to your mind. Oh, we talked about that. Self-hatred is only hating your own thoughts. Gently change the thoughts. Praise yourself. Praise yourself. Criticism breaks the inner spirit. Praise builds it up. Praise yourself as much as you can. Tell yourself how well you are doing with every little thing. Number seven, support yourself. Wouldn't you do that for a friend? Support yourself. Find ways to support yourself. Reach out to friends and allow them to help you. It is being strong to ask for help when you need it. Oh, man, there's a lesson there. There really is. Isn't it? Because most of us givers, we're like, what, receive? What? No, it's okay. Let me just help you. This is a big yes. problem. Yes. 
and it's the big things and the little things and you know at the recent training that i i was teaching we were talking about that about how much we all love to give and and what a struggle it can be sometimes to ask for help and whether that is asking for you know just some positive thoughts or some prayers or some some energy sent your way or if it's asking for help in terms of guidance asking for actual physical help all of those things we are not put on this world to get through everything by ourselves we are here for connection and you know i have a, a very simple little story that i can share with you that happened uh, a couple of weeks ago at the training event in calgary uh, they had moved my uh, meeting room to across the parking lot into their sister hotel and so um, they had moved everything for me and it was just i had one plastic tote left and so uh, the morning comes and I'm carrying this plastic tote and I'm, I'm going to tell you it was heavy, but you know, I'm pretending it's not. And uh, the banquets and catering manager comes along and says, can I carry that for you? And my instant reaction was no, uh, no, I'm good. I got it. Thank you. Have a great day. And then I caught myself and I said, um, cause I did say no. And then I was like, you know what, actually it would be really helpful for me um, if you did carry it. And he's like, okay, no problem. And as he carried it across the parking lot, you know, I was able to just be in that space of gratitude and thanking him over and over again for his assistance and just allowing him to help. So recognize those times in your life when maybe you're not asking for help, but someone's offering it and allow them to receive that gift of being able to help you. Yes, that's a huge one. You, you're giving them the gift to help you. I have to constantly practice that in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> We're all a work in progress, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, the other thing is be loving to your negatives. Acknowledge that you created them to fulfill a need. Now you are finding new positive ways to fulfill those needs. So lovingly release the old patterns. You know, I was just thinking about this this morning. And uh, I'm going to just go there. As women, we often are very critical of our bodies. And so um, I'm getting dressed this morning and I'm looking at my tummy and something's different. And I can't decide if it's, you know, if I've gained a couple pounds or if I've lost a couple pounds. So I'm kind of looking and wondering what's different. And, um, and then I thought, what if I just, because I remember when I used to do this, what if I just put my hand on my stomach and say, whatever's happening here right now, I'm not sure exactly what it is. I love you and thank you for being there and having that connection with my body and saying, you know, whatever we're doing right now, it's okay. It's okay. I know that you support my total health and just finding those ways to be thankful instead of being panicky or being critical. If we can embrace and love our physical selves uh, the way that we think we will win, and if, if we just do it now, what a beautiful gift we give ourselves. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Good, good. Mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, the next is take care of your body. Oh, so important, so important. And I hear so many great uh, speakers and teachers and people who are just making huge shifts and a huge difference in the world talk about this, that really having that self-care practice again, super important, super important for helping others. So take care of your body, learn about nutrition. What kind of fuel does your body need to have 
uh, optimum energy and vitality. And I'm glad that she's worded it that way because everybody's a little bit different. And remember that you don't need to be like anybody else. You can just do what works for you. Learn about exercise. What kind of exercise do you enjoy? Cherish and revere the temple you live in. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Number 10 is do mirror work. Look into your own eyes often. Uh, isn't this, can you tell us, Michelle, do you have any mirror work stories that you can share with us? Um, yes, I have a really good one. So um, after, um, I was used to, when I used to work at the hospital um, here in Portland, and I remember there's a nurse I hadn't seen in a while, and she lost all this weight. I was like, wow, like, what did you do? Thinking, like, I want her plan, right? <laughs> like many of us, right? Speaking of, like, body image. And she goes, oh, I got breast cancer. And I'm like, oops, okay, no, I don't want that. So, and she had the mastectomy. She was younger than me. She had no family history. And um, it was just like, it really blew me away. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I went home that day and I looked in the mirror naked and I thanked every part of my body. I said, thank you. You know, I have my breast. I have my arms. I worked on a floor where a lot of patients were bedridden and couldn't move. We had to turn them every two hours. I was grateful that I had legs that worked. I was grateful for my skin. I went through every body part even the parts I hated and I thank them because yeah. I had them. I still had my body. Like why am I being so mean to this body? This actually working quite well for me may not be as thin as I want, but it's still working fantastically. So that was really shifting for me. Well, and as we do that mirror work and especially around our body, we can really take that word hate and turn it into love mm -hmm. and find the, find the beauty that is there that other people see, you know, because have you found this that, that, you know, just the happy people and loving people are just the most incredibly beautiful people? Yeah. Yes. And no so, matter what their size is, like, yeah. you, know, you can't even think of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, or their clothes or anything no. else. It doesn't matter, right? And just really, um, when we can get in front of that mirror and connect with our body, connect with our eyes, for me, a lot of times it's the eyes. And for those of you at home who, um, aren't familiar with doing mirror work, what Louise always promoted was looking directly into your own eyes and in the mirror and say, I love you. I really, really love you. And again, getting to that place where it might be, I'm willing to love you or I'm willing to be willing to love you. Um, but I'm willing to love you. I'm willing to really, really love you. And if you're not quite there yet, just look into your own eyes and hold that eye contact. You know, I think there's a saying, the, window, the eyes are the window to the soul or the pathway to the soul, something like that. And just having that connection with who you are in a world that is so often uh, chaos and disconnection, just having that connection with who you are. And you will, through the mirror work, really learn to love yourself. And since we're talking about mirror work, I do want to just do a little Hay House plug here that they have. Louise Hay has a course, 21 day course on mirror work. Um, and it's super easy to get from the hayhouse.com website. Uh, so by all means, please do check that out. It is a download. You can have it instantly. Um, so it is Mirror Work by Louise Hay. That's a 21 day program. Can I just okay. add one more thing? I'm sorry. One more thing. Um, so I, when I did the Robert Holden training with my happiness coaching, Louise Hay was there and actually taught us all mirror work. So I feel very honored to have learned with her. But I have to tell you, there are like 500 of us there. And we did lots of mirror work. And I was shocked about how and all of us there to become coaches, right? All, how many people looked around the mirror? 
And so I just want people who are listening to know mirror work can be hard. And I've done it with lots of groups when I, and people don't like to look at themselves. Oh, they'll look at themselves immediately criticize. So Mm -hmm. I just want to honor that it can be hard. And no matter how put together you are, you may find those judgments, but really like, like you said, Victoria, really look into your eyes with love. That is, that is huge. Yes. And just really seeing who you truly are, who your true essence is. And, um, you know, the phone is great because you can turn it around and look at yourself that way. Um, But, you know, there's nothing like the mirror. And uh, probably wherever you're listening to this from, there's a little dollar store around the corner. They've got these little tiny mirrors that you can put in your purse. Or if you want to buy a a beautiful one at 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 a boutique or something to put in your purse, just always having that mirror and for strength. And I use my rear view mirror a lot. Um, you know, if I'm in my vehicle, I'll make that connection with myself with that rear view mirror, um, just to check in. And I encourage that as well. So there's many opportunities throughout the day for us to do mirror work without making it work. We want to make things fun. We want to make things enjoyable. Uh, So Louise says, express this growing sense of love you have for yourself. Forgive yourself while looking into the mirror. Talk to your parents while looking into the mirror. Forgive them too. And at least once a day say, I love you. I really love you. Uh, Number 11 is love yourself and do it now. (laughs) Don't wait until you get well, lose the weight, get the new job, find the new relationship, any of that stuff. Just do it now. Begin now and do the best that you can. And number 12, have fun. Remember that the things that gave you joy as a child, incorporate them into your life now. Find a way to have fun with everything you do. Let yourself express the joy of living. Smile, laugh, rejoice, and the universe rejoices with you. Oh, so beautiful. So again, you can find that in my book, Do That and Then Some, but it is shared from the Louise Hay blog from January 3rd, 2013, and you can find that at healyourlife.com. So I'm so happy that we were able to share those tips on how to love yourself, um, be able to share those points of philosophy with each other, be able to talk about self-care, and just know that these are all parts of what really make a balanced life, what give you true lasting happiness, right? These are like, you know, the the expression meat and potatoes, the foundation, um, of the lasting happiness, the pillars of strength that we draw from. So I would encourage you all to listen to these webinars repeatedly to get these these gems, these pearls of wisdom. Also, um, I just want to go over with you uh, what some of our next events are, and then we'll check with, we'll finish up with a meditation. Uh, so the very next event will be on October 8th, which was Louise Hayes' birthday, and uh, that is going to be uh, a webinar for you as well. Super excited about that. I have something really special planned that you will be able to refer to over and over again. Uh, the So you'll be getting a, an email just like you did for this event for that. Uh, the very next one after that is November 9th and 10th in Portland, Oregon. ManifestYourBestLifeEvents.com with Michelle Joy and myself. Uh, so it is how to thrive in health, wealth love and relationships and abundance, all of these areas. And we're going to be giving you real life tools to be working with. And Michelle, I haven't even told you this yet, but they're also going to be getting a workbook 
And uh, so that workbook would be something tangible that they can take home and refer back to. Yes. <laughs> I, I just came up with that idea this morning and I was like, we have to make a work a workbook uh, for this particular event because it is going to be an action packed event and people are going to want to have things that they can refer to once they've gone home. Yes. If you are listening to this before September 30th, when you go to manifestyourbestlifeevents.com, when you go to PayPal to uh, register for the event, there is an empty box there and you can just write in the empty box, Victoria 2 for 1. That is the special I'm offering right now because personal growth is great. Personal growth with a friend is even better. So before September 30th at midnight, if you're watching before then, that's how you get onto that really quick. Uh, the next uh, big event after that will be in Victoria, BC, where we are doing the Heal Your Life training. You can become a certified teacher, Heal Your Life teacher. Uh, this is a program that was uh, approved by Louise Hay herself and is authorized through Hay House. Um, we are so excited. You can find it on the Hay House events page, but most easily on thetraining.ca. So www.thetraining.ca. The first week is workshop teacher. The second week is advanced Heal Your Life training to become a Heal Your Life coach. And Victoria, uh, the city is amazing. Um, and I am really excited to be teaching you there and having you join us there as well. And uh, I'll be letting you know through emails any sprinkling of other events um, that I'm speaking at or workshops that are going on in between. But those are the biggies, the manifestyourbestlifeevents.com event and thetraining.ca event where you can train to become a certified Heal Your Life teacher. Or Which I have to plug in that I went there and I was um, one of, that's why I met Victoria, she's my teacher, and it was amazing. And this work has helped me in my coaching practice so much because a lot of but people, when they want stuff, they don't believe they're worthy of it. So this work is, and some of the exercises we did are just extraordinary. And I use them now in my practice. And um, so I just want to put that little plug in. And it was, <laughs> I did it in Victoria, BC. It was a beautiful setting. It's a beautiful city. I met lifelong friends. And um, so I'm so grateful for you, Victoria. And of course, I met you. And we're doing this other event in my hometown, hopefully to also get people to meet lifelong friends at our event as well. You know how we were talking about the path earlier? You just never know where the path is going to lead. And, you know, we just need to be open and willing and receptive to, receptive to all of the good that is showing up in our lives and lives and whatever resonates with us, then that's where we need to follow. So, uh, so happy to have you in my life, Michelle. And I so often tell people it is an absolutely transformational time and that you will make lifelong friends. And then they kind of give me that, hmm, you know, that blank stare look, but by day two they're like oh we understand now Victoria we get it yes and uh, so just so you know these live events this connection with other people is just so important and uh, I appreciate everyone of course for being on this recorded uh, webinar those who didn't join us live uh, I know there's hundreds of you out there that will be listening and I appreciate you joining in and I do want to close with some beautiful words of wisdom from our beloved Louise Hay uh, so if you could please just take a moment and relax this is a meditation uh, that is found in the end of chapter 10 in the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And it covers so many aspects of our lives that it's my absolute favorite and I just want to share it with you now. So just taking some nice deep breaths. 
allowing yourself to just be centered in this beautiful energy, knowing that you are worth loving just because you exist and accepting this beautiful gift from Louise Hay herself. In the infinity of life where I am, all is perfect, whole, and complete. I live in harmony and balance with everyone I know. Deep at the center of my being, there is an infinite well of love. I now allow this love to flow to the surface. It fills my heart, my body, my mind, my consciousness, my very being, and it radiates out from me in all directions and returns to me multiplied. The more love I use and give, the more love I have to give. The supply is endless. The use of love makes me feel good. It is an expression of my inner joy. I love myself, therefore I take loving care of my body. I lovingly feed it nourishing foods and beverages. I lovingly groom it and dress it. I lovingly, my body lovingly responds to me with vibrant health and energy. I love myself, therefore I provide for myself a comfortable home, one that fills all my needs and is a pleasure to be in. I fill the rooms with the vibration of love so that all who enter, myself included, will feel this love and be nourished by it. I love myself, therefore I work at a job I truly enjoy doing one that uses my creative talents and abilities, working with and for people I love and who love me. I'm also earning a good income. I love myself, therefore I behave and think in a loving way to all people, for I know that which I give out returns to me multiplied. I only attract loving people in my world, for they are a mirror of what I am. I love myself, therefore I forgive and totally release the past and all past experiences. I am free. I love myself, therefore I live totally in the now, experiencing each moment as good and knowing that my future is bright and joyous and secure, for I am a beloved child of the universe, and the universe lovingly takes care of me now and forevermore. All is well in my world, and so it is. As you observe those words, just take a moment and take a nice deep breath. Ah. Oh. What a beautiful blessing. What a beautiful blessing. Thank you, Louise. So everyone, thanks again for joining us. I uh, look forward to seeing you at one of the upcoming events or hearing from you through one of the websites, victoriajohnson.org, thetraining.ca, manifestyourbestlifeevents.com. And I will see you again next time at the next webinar, which is on Louise's birthday, October 8, 2019. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us.
Bye-bye for now. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. We hope that you learn tips to help you heal your life even more. For more information on Heal Your Life Workshop teacher and coach training, please visit thetraining.ca. For more information on me, your host, Victoria Johnson, please visit victoriajohnson.org. And please order my book on Amazon. Do that and then some. Transform feelings of less than to more than enough. Thanks for joining us.